Hello there, welcome to Talent and Growth. I'm your host, Paul Church. What's happening? What's happening with you? How are you? I hope you're doing good. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And uh, I've been out and about last few weeks meeting companies and having exploratory chats about uh, my next career move. So it's been really interesting. What's been really positive for me, and I think this is a positive sign for the world, is how just uh, how many innovative things companies are planning as we move into the next kind of couple of years. And I think that's a really good indication uh, and a reminder that much like every other negative cycle we go through in the world, this one will end and we will go into a better cycle. And that's what the good companies out there are doing. They're preparing for that cycle. And it's just been it's just been inspiring for me. And uh, that's what I love about interviewing. And I, I felt the same way uh, six years ago when I last went out interviewing. Uh, I'd worked in the same place for 10 years, didn't well, over 10 years, didn't really didn't really know if I had any value to add outside of that business, I didn't really understand what other businesses did. And then I met companies and they were, I was just like, wow, this is so cool what you're doing and how you're thinking and how you perceive the world to be. And that's how I feel now. And it's really encouraging. And it's encouraging for everybody because there is stuff happening. People are hiring, people are planning. So just make sure you keep your, your chin up if you're finding it difficult out there. Um, and uh, yeah, just prepare for those better days because they are coming. And today I am talking about structured hiring processes and why this is so important to implement as early as possible in your business and why you should look at your existing hiring process to make sure it's in line. And our guest today is Satya Rengalwa. And and Satya, I met last year. I actually spoke to her her as a candidate uh, for a position I was sourcing. And when I met her, I was like, wow, this is a this is a this is a good and special person and I want to make sure she is on my podcast. And finally I got her. So here it is. Let me know what you think. Satya, well, welcome to Talent and Growth. Warm welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing super well. Um, hey, Paul, thank you so much for having me today. Super Absolute excited pleasure. to be here. Absolute pleasure. Me too. I'm excited to have you here. And of course, we met uh, last year when I was uh, you were a candidate and I was, of course, uh, having a chat with you about a position. And uh, when I met you, I thought... This is somebody I definitely want to get on the podcast because this person has got some interesting, uh, interesting experience, uh, and I think you're going to benefit our audience. So, um, do you mind just kicking off and just sharing a bit about your background and your career journey? Of course, I was born and raised in India, um, an engineering major, and I started my career as a software engineer, and eventually moved into the the talent world. You could say by accident. Um, I really enjoyed coding, don't get me wrong, but I was I was looking for something more people-centric, um, strategic, getting me closer to the business. And I kept thinking about it, um, but I moved to the US after I got married to my husband, who is already working here, and continued down the path of being a software engineer. But I ended up taking some time off when my daughter was born. Um, Wow, 15 years ago, time flies. It did give me an opportunity to explore recruiting as a career path. The reason behind was I wanted to help people land their dream job. And recruiting has definitely helped me build deep connections and long-term relationships, which I value the most. Over the years, I've broadened my scope outside of um, the talent world in the realm of um um, arc development, employee relations, uh, people ops, culture, and whatnot. I always find it's quite rewarding to witness the growth 
of both individuals and also um, the teams. And I feel I'm quite fortunate to have seen this at various startups where I've had the privilege of building high impact teams while driving innovative talent and uh, people initiatives. Personally, I find the ability to impact the whole employee experience, the life cycle, all the way from um, the hiring process, onboarding, um, and their day-to-day as the most rewarding part of my role. Fantastic. And I'm sure there's plenty of things we could talk about with you today, but we're going to focus on creating a structured hiring process and see if we can come up with a little bit of a bit of a blueprint for that. So do you, do you want to just, I suppose, share first of all, what for you are the key elements that make up a structured hiring process? Yeah. So structured hiring starts when the role is defined and continues until a final call is made. And for me, I think the key things about this approach are um, early on, the ideal candidate should be defined based off of the uh, the business objectives. And then um, all the hiring decisions are made based on data and evidence and not based off of just gut. And then um, there is a deliberate and consistent process with a standardized rubric in place, which is used to assess all candidates. Um, consistency is super critical and key. Fantastic. And, and how, how do you assess and improve an existing hiring process in a company? Yeah. In terms of assessment, I would say start by taking a closer look at your current hiring process, like you you should know what is the current state. And from there, go through each step all the way from your um, kickoff process, job postings, interview process to onboarding, and figure out what is actually working well and what needs improvement. Um, feedback is is a gift, right? Like talk to your hiring teams, talk to your candidates, ask them how was their experience, right? Like hiring team experience is very different and important, same as the candidates. Are there pain points, um, things that could be smoother? Um, Look at the data too. Like data will help you with a lot of um, story there, identifying trends. Um, Some of the key metrics here, time to hire, offer acceptance rate, uh, funnel conversion, even diversity stats, they can reveal a lot. Um, and compare your process to industry benchmarks. Just go out and see what other companies are doing, companies of your size and stage. What are they doing? What are the best practices? Um, are you utilizing them, leveraging them or not? And do you look into your own tech stack as well? The tools that you're using, are they helping? Um, how can you really leverage them in the long run? And of course, make sure that everything aligns with legal stuff, right? And really focus on um, building a diverse and um, inclusive team right from the scratch. And once you've assessed, it's time to make some improvements. Set clear goals. What is the timeline and who are the key players here? And what do you want to achieve? 
um, and then start standardizing your processes. Make sure everybody is on the same page, right? Like you want everybody to uh, be on the same page to get things um, moving forward the way that you want to be and start training your own team on um, fair hiring practices and really focus on candidate experience given its direct impact on your employer branding. Um, simplify um, applications, provide timely feedback and communication is the key. Like ghosting is a strong no-no. That's going to ruin everything here. Um, and start keeping a close eye on the changes that you have made. Like constantly monitor, um, get feedback both internally and externally, and you should be ready to adjust based off the meaningful feedback you get. It's all about um, constant improvement. And work closely with your team and brainstorm openly. Some of these changes may or may not yield the results that you're looking for, maybe not the appropriate time, uh, but continuously measure your key performance indicators and analyze data to track progress. The goal is to have a hiring process that's not just efficient, but it's also fair and aligned with your company goals. What are some of the, the common leaks in the hiring process that uh, you've seen before, maybe you've had to fix, that, that structured hiring aims to address? Yeah. Well, if you look at hiring process itself, it's, it's a bit of a wild ride sometimes. Right. And some of the the common leaks that we often encounter um, and how structured hiring comes to the rescue here is. Um, let's take a situation where different interviewers are on completely different pages. It happens. And that's where structured hiring comes into place where you have standardized questions, um, evaluate, you know, how do you evaluate a candidate, the rubric in place, making sure everyone's singing from the, the same sheet, which is very much needed when you're hiring. You cannot have players against each other. And then there's this um, tricky case of unconscious bias. We all have them. Like, I'm biased, you're biased. Like, we're all humans. That's pretty natural. But when it comes to hiring, it can lead us down a very wrong path. And that's where structured hiring steps in to sort of like minimize unconscious bias by introducing processes um, and standardized sort of like a rubric system to keep things fair. And Decision-making, that can also get a bit personal at times, right? Like, instantly, you like someone, you know, based off of your internal biases, you might like or you might not, not like a candidate. So, again, that's where structured hiring comes into play. It's sort of a good reminder on, hey, hold on. Let's discuss this as a group. Let's have a clear objective criteria for this. No more just relying on your gut feelings alone. And let's not forget candidate experience. A confusing, drawn-out process can actually leave a very bad taste as a candidate. Like, I've been through those early on in my career, and I still remember the, the bad experience that I had. 
And structured hiring is all about streamlining. Um, it's, it's a streamlined process where you have a clear communication line, uh, a pretty smooth journey and such a positive experience um, and an impression for every candidate. And on the tactical front, talk about the time, right? Like there's a huge structure and defined rigor in your process. Um, so there's a lot of efficiency, making sure you're not losing your top-notch candidates because the process took forever. So long story short, um, structured hiring definitely um, helps you address some of the common leaks or major leaks that could um, pull down your hiring process, which eventually has a lot of impact on the future of your company, your em employer branding and whatnot. And of course, you need to have everybody on board with these hiring processes. So how do you go about as the, the, the talent leadership um, around coaching and educating the teams about the importance and the mechanics around this structured hiring? Yeah, it all starts with a lot of um, collaboration and open communication, I would say. Uh, first and foremost, as a, a talent leader or a people leader, you'll have to emphasize on the why, right? Explain the importance of um, structured hiring, um, you know, the impact on sort of building a fair, unbiased and data-driven um, hiring decisions. So you'll have to really uh, drill down on the why behind and back it up with data. Like if you're going in with the proposal, change management is never fun. So bring in your data um, and then dive into the, the mechanics, breaking it down into clear steps. This is where we are. This is where we should be. And how are we going to get there? Uh, which includes developing standardized interview questions, um, uh, evaluation rubric criteria, and a consistent process all the way from the kickoff, job kickoff, um, job postings, and onboarding. Every step within the hiring process should be defined, should be structured, and also get the alignment from everybody on the team. Um, Hands-on training is very, very important and crucial. And again, building a feedback mechanism, right? Like you can't simply say my way or the highway, sort of bring in your hiring teams, make them see the why behind, but also um, solicit feedback on how are they feeling with all the changes. Uh, regular check-ins and feedback sessions sort of help address some of the challenges or concerns um, they might have, making sure that everyone feels um, confident and um, are on the same page in terms of implementing the structured hiring process. Um, also remember, continuous learning is part of the journey, right? Just because you have or you implemented structured hiring, things are not going to change overnight. Um, you have to constantly look into what is working for your team, what is working for your company, what is best. Um, sort of like, you know, this is definitely a continuous learning, which is a critical part of this whole journey. I would say overall, it's not just about the mechanics. It's about getting everyone into this mindset that structured hiring isn't just a process. It is a strategic tool that's going to help us as a team 
to build or to bring the best talent possible uh, while making a, a positive impact on their experience, which eventually will have a significant, significant positive impact on the the company's success in the long run. So it's it's a, a strategic initiative. Um, so that should be something that you should be leveraged to get everybody's buy-in. And, and could you provide some examples of how you can make this structured hiring be uh, data-driven and more consistent? Yeah, I mean, as I said, it is definitely a strategic approach, which basically combines both um, data with consistent practices within, not only within um, talent, but it, that's something that could be leveraged across the board. So you you start you start the process by gathering um, data and start analyzing, uh, you know, through each step of your hiring process. Um, as I mentioned earlier, metrics like time to hire, offer acceptance rate, um, top of the funnel conversion. Um, and even like diversity stats, they do provide invaluable insights, uh, which will help with continuous improvement. And by having a standardized interview um, Q&A, Q&A bank or um, the rubric in place, we are able to ensure there is an equitable and transparent assessment for all candidates with consistency, meaning for a given role, every single candidate who goes through the process, um, you know, is asked the same set of questions. And when you have a debrief, there's no lack of inconsistency because every candidate had the same questions and you have their answers. So it's easier to evaluate, which sort of helps uh, mitigate bias but it also fosters a fair uh, and equitable process in terms of like comparing candidates and making an informed um, decision on who do you who do you hire. Um, in a sense, structured hiring brings in both, you know, a lot of the the tactical aspects by standardizing um, processes, um, but it also helps with a lot of objective-based um, decision. And do you have any examples of challenges or resistance you've faced when you've, when you've tried to implement this, this new way of hiring, this structure, and how, how you've overcome that? <laughs> Change management is, is, is never easy, right? <laughs> um, implementing um, structured hiring is, is definitely a journey, right? Like, which I've done um, in most of the companies that I've worked with. And like any any major changes, it always comes with a set of challenges. Um, one one thing is, is always this initial resistance to change. Hey, things have been working out well. This is how we are always used to doing things. Like why now? Like why do we want to make these changes? Um, and of course, like people are always cautious about new processes, right? Like when things are going okay, or if that's what they believe that things are going okay, you come in and you start making changes, they're going to be like, why? Like, why are we doing this? So what I've always done is um, invest a lot of time in sort of like setting the stage, a lot of transparent communication. As I've said, just don't barge in and say, my way or the highway, we're going to change the process instead going in with a lot of data to back it up. 
highlight the benefit of structured hiring, how it could improve efficiency, fair evaluations, which will lead to better hiring outcomes. Always go in and look at previous data, historic data. I'm sure there's like hiring mistakes. I'm not saying there will be, but we're all humans. We all make mistakes and hiring mistake is one common thing when you don't have a structured process in place. And another challenge that I've faced is implementing the change across the board, right? Like not every leader is going to be on board with making changes. Um, And that is another thing that I've faced, um, which is standardizing structured hiring across the board. And what I've done there is Structured hiring always ends in a positive experience. It is a success story. So leverage a success story of a particular team to sort of get the buy-in from a different um, exec leader. And then at some point, then this becomes more of a consistent uh, process across the board. Um, But end of the day, open communication, being open to receiving feedback um, is crucial to sort of address any any uh, friction points there. Fantastic. And look, final piece, just to put a, put a bow on this, I guess, what piece of advice would you give to startups or smaller companies who are looking to establish or, or improve what, they, what they're already doing with their hiring processes? Of course, um, some of the things to help you navigate this whole journey of um, implementing structured hiring um, Start with defining clear objectives. Um, Articulate your hiring goals, the skills you're looking for. And this level of clarity will help set the stage for what's to come. And then um, embrace structured hiring. We talked about a lot of advantages of that. So really think about it. Um, implement it early on. The sooner, the better, I would say. And this foundation helps with you know, a fair and streamlined uh, process in place, which is critical. Always prioritize candidate experience. That's the key. Like make sure that every single candidate, irrespective of the outcome, um, they have a positive, positive experience. It's the right thing to do. So really focus on candidate experience, clear communication, timely feedback, a smooth journey will create an um, uh, you know, really amazing level of uh, impression that your candidates are going to have, and they become strong advocates uh, for your company and employer brand. Um, and train your team, continuously train your team. Um, and investing in training is super important because you're you're um, you know you're giving them the knowledge about structured hiring, awareness of impo- importance of doing hiring right because hiring mistakes are pretty costly and um, learn and iterate, right? Like there's no cookie cutter that suits every company, every stage, things that worked for you last year may or may not work right now. So um, think of your whole hiring process as a learning experience. Constantly get feedback internally from candidates, look into your data, and be open to making improvements. Uh, and please do remember, 
your hiring process is a key driver for your company's success. And by building a structured, fair, and efficient process, you're able to attract the right talent to sort of fuel your growth as a company. So hiring is is critical and doing it right is very much needed. Absolutely agree. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for being a part of Talent and Growth. Of course. Um, thank you so much for having me, uh, Paul. Really enjoyed the conversation.